I could speak this language. <laughs> it's, it's amazing when, as a body of Christ, each one does what he or she was called to do. The reason we don't make mark, uh, much mark is because whilst you are lifting, the one supposed to support you so that you can have your rest is not supporting. People are on holiday and a few are working. And so it makes the work difficult. It has made the work very difficult. I bring uh, greetings from PIW Sitakrade. I was there over the weekend and they, they honored us for our services as leaders in the church. And uh, it was a very great occasion. I was so, so. It's good to go back to a church and see the church is growing. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because whenever, when I was there, I used to, we used to always pray. I used to pray and say, we want to see a time when the second floor will be filled. <laughs> so I was very happy to go and see people sitting at the second floor. I was like, wow. <laughs> so the second floor thing is coming to pass. And even they told me even today, they didn't come as they used to, uh, they have been coming. I said, wow, if this is a Wednesday, then I will thank God any day. Amen. Amen. So I, I, as I was looking at that, I agree perfectly with Jeremiah. Let, let's go to Jeremiah chapter 24, verse 25 to 26. I just began to have the experience Jeremiah had of a situation that is bad and yet he was seeing something else. Jeremiah saw something else of a situation that was bad. So, uh, my, this one is not as deep as I want, but uh, Jeremiah 20, uh, 31 verse 24. And as he was speaking in from verse 1, he kept on talking about various things that will come, that will be restored, that will be restored. Then 24 he said, And Judah and all its towns will live together in the land along with farmers and those who follow the flock. In other words, as he was speaking these things, Judah was not in the land. So he was speaking, he was speaking prophetically, he was speaking into the future. Then he went to verse 25. He said, I will provide abundance for those who are weary and fill all who are faint. When you read the Amplified, he said, I will satisfy the weary soul and replenish every languishing or sorrowful person. And then he goes to the 26. That's the part that I like because, as I said, our elder has spoken a lot about rest and restoration and the rest. He said, Then I awoke and looked around and I had had a pleasant sleep. Please read me your version. What, what it says in 26. Then I, I woke, looked around, and I had a pleasant sleep. Uh-huh. From Amplified. Yes. Therefore, sir, thereupon I, Jeremiah, awoke and looked, and my counselor sleep was sweet, <laughs> and the assurance it gave me. <laughs> Can you repeat it? Therefore, I, Jeremiah, uh-huh. awoke and looked, uh-huh. and 
and my pants slide sleep. Oh shit! In the assurance it's day to be. Amen. Amen. Then the message Bible. <laughs> Just then I woke up and looked around. What uh-huh. a pleasant and satisfying sleep. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, yours is what? Yours is what? Yes. Yes. At this I woke. I awoke and looked. And my sleep was pleasant to me. <laughs> and my sleep was present to me. You know, I had been of late, I was doing some study on the prophetic. And I realized that usually when you say somebody does not see or hear anything, we say when you go to bed, you just sleep like, like a log. Here, Jeremiah was talking about deep things. And yet he said he awoke from a present sleep. A very deep one. What am I trying to get us to. Many of us feel in the spirit, as we read in the Matthew chapter 5 and the rest, you know, those who are thirsty, you know, those who are poor in spirit and the rest. Many of us feel poor or poverty in our spirit. We feel we are not adequate, we are not enough, we are, we are not doing much, we don't know much, we are not much. We feel we are poor in our outlook concerning the mighty things others are supposedly doing that we are not doing. We feel we are, we are not satisfied. We feel that we are not really happy. Joy, that joy that the Bible talks about is only when there are things are going on well that that eternal joy is on us. And we are even almost thinking many things are not going on well. We are almost becoming sorrowful as a person. But many of these things have come about because we have expectations. When we became Christians, we had expectations. The same way the people of Judah had expectations of worshiping an almighty God. And when that expectation was cut off because they sinned, they were then sent into exile and all the pain and all the misery that they faced. The expectation once more was to return to the land of Judah where the ancestors once lived. Remember at this Gantra, the Babylonians had sent some other people there. So it was like, there was no way they were going back. Then Jeremiah comes up with this. And he was not doing this thing with his eyes open. He was not doing this thing, you know, seeing visions in the act of Gabriel and Michael. He was doing this thing out of a pleasant sleep. Okay. I'm even sure he was snoring. <laughs> Who will believe this? No wonder he says, who will believe our report? Who will believe my report? Who will believe that out of a pleasant sleep can come a calm prophecy? A prophecy that has come. You see, when you read some translations, that's why you may find it confusing if you don't look at it well. When you read some translations, it does not say, I, I want somebody to read NIV, um, is it NIV? 25. It does not say I will. It talks as though it has already happened. That I will fully satisfy those things. 25. 25. Yes. Right. In, okay, first question. I have about eight questions here. Yes. 25. Say for I will the, fully satisfy from amplified. That's amplified. That one. Let's go to NIV or DSV. 
I have satiated, I have done it already. I have satiated the weary soul. Mm-hmm. And I have replenished every sorrowful soul. So it, it, this is a future talk being presented as though it has happened. This is what they call this, this prophecy that has already happened in the spirit. It is only awaiting physical manifestation. He said, I have satiated, I have satisfied the weary soul. And here he's saying here, I will satisfy. In fact, when you say God will do it, it's a belief. When you say, I know it's possible God will do it, you know, it's, it's a kind of, you know, expectation. But when you say that God has done it, you are talking about faith. It's, it has transcended hope. It has gone beyond hope. It's not in the realm of faith. You have seen what will be already. You have seen the end from the beginning. You are speaking like God. You are speaking with the mind of God. I like one man of God. He likes when he's praying, he likes to say, Give me the eyes of Jesus. I want to see through the eyes of Jesus. That's what we should be saying. I was listening to one prophetess and we were talking and said, when, now when people are prophesying, all of us sit and watch as though it's for some few stars. But Paul said, I wish that all of you may prophesy. It's for all of us. He said, in these days, these young men, you know, who see visions, the ladies of, it is for all of us. Why are we not experiencing this thing? Why is our soul not resting in the power of the coming age? It's because we think we are sleeping. And because we are sleeping, these things should not happen to us. He said, I had a pleasant sleep. In fact, all that I have been saying, saying it in the prophetic, it was just in a dream. It was a dream, dream I had. Imagine going to tell somebody who has been in Ezra, in Babylon, that you, Judah once again will be there. And you once again walk the land of Judah. You once again have the holy city of Zion and Jerusalem. You'll be established as a people once again. Back, remember, he didn't say Israel will be restored. He said Judah will be restored. The Samaritans and the rest and the Arabs had missed all of those things. But it was the people of Judah that were supposed to return. He said all the blessings that will happen, the pastures, they'll be grazing once again. I mean, all the flourishing. And then when he says, you go like, ah, then you must have been fasting 24 hours. He said it was out of a pleasant sleep. Would you believe it? It was out of a pleasant sleep. In fact, I saw all this in my dream. Would you be rested in your spirit? To say that this is the word of God. Indeed, one of the reasons we have made um, the, the prophetic, even when we were praying right here, there, there was this droplet of, 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 of the spirit that was touching my hand. And I was saying, My head, ah, I want you to uh, pray again. Look at already something supernatural is happening. Because we have been made to believe the supernatural should be something extraordinary, it is coming. We always ignore it, so it does not grow. We always ignore it. This great prophet of God, who could prophesy with his eyes open and the rest, was having a deep prophetic revelation in a midst of a pleasant sleep. And he did not, and it came into the Bible. It was so calm, it still came into the Bible. And it happened. Now what is happening? Is it is, is Judah not back in the land? Is Jerusalem not still there now? 
Is it not still there? Is Israel not now one of the most powerful nations in the world? A nation that one is fighting by another nation. They call them and say that, move, move from your house because we are about to bomb it. Which army does that? It's only Israel. When you're about to bomb the enemy, the Palestinians, they call them and say, this one is about to bomb in the next minute, you move out. Which, which army fights like that? It's only Israel that does that. When, when the last war they were fighting, every building they bomb, they call them and say, we're about to bomb this building, so move out. And yet, with all of it, they say they, they are doing genocide and <laughs> they are in control of their things. They have made the desert bloom. They are supplying nations to uh, food to nations when they are actually a semi-arid country, dry country, rocky country. They are one of the leading countries in irrigation. Leading countries when it comes to technology, when it comes to things. And these have all happened out of the dream of Jeremiah that he had. I don't know what we are dreaming because I have I, I, I have felt it before. I don't know what we are doing for. Maybe somebody has convinced us that of this before you, you drink the church minister or everything is bad. Or somebody has convinced us that because we have not been going frequently to a certain place to pray, so now the straight part comes up. We are operating with the law of grace. Nobody can deserve anything that we do. Nobody. Nobody can merit anything. We should have this dress rest in our soul. We can never merit the power of God. Neither can we merit the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. It's a gift of God. Thank God the Bible says it's a gift. Why are we trying to merit a gift? Why are we trying to deserve a calling? It is all by the grace of God. Indeed, He will satisfy the weary. Our souls are weary with our so-called incompetence and inactivity. Our soul is weary with it. We are tired of all this, all the things we are supposedly not doing and what we can do better. He will replenish every languishing, sorrowful person. The sadness we feel in our heart of the things we have not done and could not do. And if we only focus on that, the relationship we have with the end, then what we want to happen will already be happening in the spirit. What we want to happen will already be happening in our spirit. Our expectations will be met in the spirit. All we we'll do is just to make it manifest in the flesh. I always see our faces when we gather here. There's always something special about the remnant. The few out of the many. 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 None of us should let the devil convince us that there's a certain standard of activity that we don't do. And by reason of that, we don't deserve God's providence, God's power, God's strength, God's abilities. It's by grace and not of works. We want to agree with Jeremiah when we are saying here that the law will fully satisfy us. As we souls, people who come here every day, whether we are two or three, people who have done so much over the years and are still doing, the contractors of faith, the contractors of faith, people who seem to be languishing in one sorrowful corner when it comes to job, career, and the rest, it doesn't seem to be much progress, much prosperous. All those sorrowful expectations, sorrowful things we think about, 
all the things that we think we could have been or could have become had we cut corners, had we taken shortcuts. All of those things have been met in the spirit already, according to Jeremiah. And in the context of our offering for our papa who is going, I'm sure as a young man he had expectations. He had expectations of what ministry would be like. There were places he wanted to get to. There were heights he wanted to get to. There are many things he might have suffered because he was a pastor and the rest. All of those things, through you and I, let's trust God to satisfy those expectations. Hallelujah. Let's trust God to do us, even in the little things that we think of ourselves, to help us meet those expectations for him. He must have had certain things he wanted to do by and the rest. And yet, because of his commitment to the word and everything, he might be having certain things he thinks, ah, if I had gone through this work, if I had finished as a director here in this school or that or that. We want to make sure those things are met. And it's only God that can do it through us. Even if it means angels will come in and drop something into that bowl, it will happen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh. <laughs> Things are happening. Just that we have become so accustomed to to meriting things, so that things that we are not, we have no business meriting, we have added into it. Things that should happen to us by grace and by calling, we are trying to merit it by, by hard work and by, I don't know. People pray and God does manifest. Physically, people prayed. One man who had a prosthetic eye, he was praying for an eye, you can see through that eye. That synthetic eye has become an eye that you can see with. People have been praying for, and, and they are, uh, the iron in their legs have turned to bones. And it's happening in this century. It happened in the century before. All because they know that they are just instruments in the hands of a master. I mean, some of these times, when people want, do not rest, and as men of God who are being used, they expect that because God is using them to cure every sickness, they themselves are immune to sickness. And so when the sicknesses happen, they hide it. They don't even seek medical attention. You are a vessel. Imagine one day, the piano telling the owner that, please, I'm tired of you composing with me. Allow me to compose my own music. Allow me to play myself. Allow me to deal with, deal with this music for you. Don't touch me. Don't touch the keyboard. I'll do the playing myself. That is what sometimes we do when God uses us. God uses us to heal sickness. Therefore, we can't get sick. Once we get sick, we must hide it. Because people will lose faith in us. Are they coming to us to be healed or coming to God? Are we the instrument or the origin? Jeremiah is saying, I'm fully satisfied that the weary soul shall be replenished. We are weary of the empty chairs and weary of the small numbers. But Jeremiah is telling us that even in his sleep, these things will be done. These things will be satisfied. I don't know about you, but I'm telling myself once more, there's nothing under this dispensation that I can merit, that I can deserve, that I can qualify for, that I can say that I have done it by myself, for myself. 
So why don't I want to merit a miracle? Why don't I want to merit being a miracle worker? Why don't I want, why don't I want to merit being a great fundraiser? Why don't I want to merit being somebody who gives a huge amount? All of these things will come by grace. Paul said that even though as you have done well in other graces, make sure you do well in this grace of giving. It is a grace. Even giving is a grace. So we are telling ourselves that even as we are offering, we will not look at the amount, we will not look at any amount that we have given before. We are telling the Lord that please satisfy my expectation to give big. Satisfy my expectation to be the best of husband. Satisfy my expectation to be a great man, woman of God. I know I don't have any physical qualification to merit it. I don't have any pedigree. I don't have any family tree or whatever. But let it be by grace. Because no amount of prayer or fasting will do this but by grace. Even as I bring this message to an end, God will replenish every languishing, sorrowful person here. Amen. Amen. I don't know. I don't understand. Do not believe in your appearance. So that when the appearance is no more there, you will disbelieve in your ability to go to where you are supposed to go to, to attract what you are supposed to attract. It is by grace. It is by grace. We have restricted the grace to only some few things. But everything is by grace now. Because the master has paid for everything. He didn't pay for some, he paid for everything. And he says that because of the anointing, the maidens will love thee. Because of the anointing, you will be desirable. Oh, the amen is not coming. Amen. Amen. Because of the anointing, you will be desirable. Because of the anointing, the maidens will love thee. I want us to go deep into ourselves. The miraculous is knocking at your door. The powerful is knocking at your door. You are falling into a bit of a trance. You see something. You think it's your imagination. No, it's not. It's not your imagination. It's a revelation. The, the, the thing they keep telling us, God said, God said, it was not a radical voice. It was an impression they had. An impression of the spirit. What do you hear? Some? You also say something. <laughs> say something. Say something. I know of a sister who sees so much, but she has been to say anything. And I've been telling her, you blame other things or you're not married. But there will be a young man this year who God has told that you marry a prophetess. And you are not now as a prophetess. How, how will he marry you? Because he thinks you are not, but you are the prophetess he's supposed to marry. Many of us are gifted things are tied to our marriage and everything. Even the work we do. When God tells you something, in a still small way, it means you are too close enough for him to shout. Believe it and say it. It only takes someone who is fine for him to shout. So don't expect an audible voice when he can still be with a small still voice. Don't expect a long vision with color, color in, in, in AD, when it can be a flash. Some ideas of flash. Oh, this is a good game to you. You see the vivid flash when you saw the water coming out of the mountain. Say it. Let people see the spirit patterns are happening. One woman said, when she wanted to stretch into the realm of mercy, names and the rest. She said the first few months, she got it completely wrong. But she kept on believing God, she kept on trusting God. Faith is something that you must step into, in spite of your uncertainty. Otherwise, if you want to be certain before you take a step, it's not, no longer faith. He said that in the time, by a man's time, she was mentioning names, addresses, and the rest. This Christianity 
that we are in, it will never get better unless our mindset gets better. Whatever we want to experience, we can experience. It's not beyond us. We are in the most powerful time of the universe. The most powerful time. And this time is the time that we are supposed to get up and also show forth. Even as we are about to move into prayer, I want us to rest. The Bible says that everything that pertained to life and godliness, we have been given. Everything. One man of God said, what you don't have, you don't need. What you don't have, what you don't have, you don't need. So don't search for things you don't have, when you don't need to have them. But what you have, it will be enough for whatever you have to do. The dreams we have on the children, the time has not passed. They can still be fulfilled. We only have to take it one thing at a time. That deep revelation you have when you serve, it is not just a full dream. It can be a perfected direction that happens to your life. That impression that the Holy Ghost goes to your ear, don't give it to yourself. It could be a perfected direction. That insight you have in the scripture, it could be a direction for someone. That person could not drop into your mind. Don't just enjoy it. You could be that person that is going to be a solution to this or your prayer. Let us not expect good things, for every good thing starts wrong. And it's more risk a whisper. And then all these things will follow. Even as we are going to pray, I want us to rest and be satisfied with our soul. That all power is present in us. Our Jesus, the power powerful, everything that is carrying us, everything that has made this world scary and uncertain, they are all under his feet. And he has made our body his restless. It is no address. That's what he says. If you know that the spirit was visited from that time, setting on them and the rest, look at the things they did. How much do we know we, we are the resident of the spirit? It will start small. But let's keep going. It will start small. Just as when the spirit started, it starts small. And it's a small, a little small here. A small thing and then it's growing. In the same way, the things of the spirit start small. But as you pick it up, you act on them, they grow. Your confidence is built. And by the time you realize you are up there and let them see you as an example. That's one thing. That's one thing you have. That impression you have to have. That insight. Maybe you try to write a book. Let's see how can I write a paragraph. Let them know the book. Just that. Write and cancel. Write and cancel. By the time you realize you are not canceling the book. Then I'm going to a bridge. But I don't know what I'm writing. Nothing, we want the spectacular too much. But every spectacular thing is natural. And once you keep on giving up, it just accelerates the spirit of people. Today we are praying that I want to be a new kind of expectation. Remember, the other said, I have seen a really show satisfied. We have seen it already. I have seen you seeing visions. I have seen you dreaming dreams. I have seen you praying for the sick. I have seen you evangelizing. I have already seen you in the spirit. So when you are called to see yourself there, see yourself there, see yourself there, see yourself there, see yourself there. I always ask myself, why does 